Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Question, do you think, do you think that like Justin Guarini is just like hanging around at night, you know, he's married with children mm-hmm. and just goes, texts on his phone, hey, Kelly, what you up to? <laughs> <laughs> Did they just like text to me? Like, I just saw, I just saw your commercials on. Or they say, I just saw that they just send each other YouTube videos. Yeah, he said, hey, I just ordered something from Wayfair, Kelly. I thought of you. Yes, that is my dream. That they're still best friends. When they see one another, they're very kind and happy to see one another. Because really, no one knows. No one knows what the other experienced more than those two. They're kind of bonded. They are bonded. And I'm going to say this. I'm normally not the shame keeper on this show for our listeners. That normally Is that me? Yeah, it's you. And um, I'm just going to say this. For those of you who didn't know who Justin Guarini was last week. Shame shame on you. Shame on you. Hit that bell. Shame. Shame. I don't care how old you are. You should know the first American Idol cat. I didn't watch that season and I knew. It was 20 years ago, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> and Thank I think you for leveling my argument. And I think no one knew who he was five years after, sadly, which is sad. Because um, he's extremely talented. Very. He was very in talented. musical theater and, and he still looks good. I think he still looks good. He doesn't age. As we need age. to move on because move I, on. but I, I really, I thought way too much time about the fact that they just talked talk to each other. Hey, saw it was your mom's birthday. Tell her I said, hi. I really hope that for them. <laughs> I, I don't really know why that. I want that. And you know, they probably don't text every day, but like every like six months or like maybe they text each other on the day of the American Idol finale. Like they watch. No, like of, of the, of the day that Kelly Clarkson won. But then that was probably the day that Justin lost, so maybe was, not. Probably, I don't think they were texting that day. I think that's not when they bonded. I think they bonded when they made from Justin to Kelly. They had to go on tour. And they got, people don't realize, they got fucking nothing from doing all that. I know. We I need mean, to move Kelly on because did. no one gives a shit about I, this but us. <laughs> I could totally, I feel like I could do a six-episode arc series about from Justin to Kelly, are they still friends? The, the, the interdynamics of Justin Guarini and Kelly Clarkson. I need to know if anybody knows this. I need to know if, if he's been on her show. And oh, yeah. He's, I, I'm almost positive because I watch her show. Okay. Um, 
I mm. I need to know the dynamics of their relationship. <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah, know yeah. why. Yeah, he yeah, he was totally um I'll send you some clips. But yeah, because he does a lot of youth mentoring of kids. I know, in the arts. that's what I did know. Yeah. And so that's what she had him on the show for. It was like, yeah, he was on in January of 2023, Poodle. They're oh, friends. Is that what you wanted to know? Yes. They're friends, Poodle. I'm going to send you this link right now. There. Y'all, if you're wondering, if you've never seen that film, if you're wondering, did Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini have any chemistry? The answer is no. <laughs> it was It was so, I mean, I love that movie for what it was. But it was so bad. I actually thought Justin Guarini was gay because he, I was like, he gives that not. energy. He's he, not. Yeah. There was such little chemistry with him and Kelly Clarkson. Theatrical straight men. Uh, that's sometimes they'll appear gay on stage. Yeah. But that's this my- is below BDSM, <laughs> below deck sailing yacht. That was a really long cold open. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to play the theme song. That one, there's not really a... I'm a mess. I'm a mess today. today. You're all discombobulated. This is episode BDSM, or BDSY, I should say. Season four, episode four, Lazy Daisy. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Don't sing Um, that song. It gives gives me nightmares. Uh, why? From that episode, because you heard it over and over and over oh, again. What episode was Gilmore that? Gilmore Girls. Oh, it was. <laughs> that when was Taylor hired them to sing that song constantly. I, um, I forgot about that. I will say that, um, it just flew out of my head. I mean, just popped right out. Riveting. 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 Anyway, Let's I'm just moving. move on. I'm still thinking about Justin Guarini. <clears throat> um, oh, I know what I was going to say. I remembered. <laughs> say it okay. quickly before it goes away again. <laughs> I went to the orthodontist today. Get your rubber bands off, please, please, please. No, look, they're still on. See? <sighs> but he said, when I go in June... They're taking all the little bump things off, and I should just go to retainers, and I won't have rubber bands anymore. How often do you have to wear your retainer? Probably probably all the time at first for probably two or three months. Okay. So we're getting there. At, least, there. The, at least I don't have to see the rubber bands. I can't <laughs> wait till you get it because you've said you need to get this. I hope they make you fucking wear headgear. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be great. I just won't wear it. I won't wear it when I podcast. Just I, I won't. I absolutely will not. Um, and because it's okay to take it out for an hour, even though you say it's not. Um, no, you, you're supposed to take it out. The problem is you're only supposed to take it out two hours a day. They want okay. it 22. We podcast so much. If I take our my shit out every time we podcast, that's like sometimes six hours a day. I'm not wearing my retainer. And then I have to wear them longer. You want me to be in pain longer just for your comfortableness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. Not in pain. Irritation. <laughs> it's not really pain. Come on. If you were actually in pain, yeah. You don't realize how how much t- patience it takes to hear that to hear those rubber, rubber bands clicking back and forth. 
We need to move on. God, it makes me happy. All right, let's do this. Any, um, y'all, digital worldwide moment for RuPaul's Drag Race combined with the drag ACLU. isn't dangerous. Drag isn't dangerous. Again, we're not hosting it. We're just watching <laughs> along with you. So on Sunday, May 7th at, I think, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you probably need- an hour. I think we think, you know what? Poodle and I are going to be there for an hour. That's all we're going to get y'all. It's yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to spend my Sunday. I'm not doing a three hour telethon. No, no. Um, but we are going to be there. So you just buy a ticket. It's on our link tree on our link tree link on our Instagram or TikTok or wherever you go to that. You are on the website, click on that and you can buy a ticket to the moment. Um, and then once you buy the ticket to that, you can watch it wherever you watch it. And then on your phone, discord with us. On your phone or on your tablet, you're going to need to download the Discord app. And we're going to have another link that will be the Discord link that Poodle's going to put up in our, in link, our tree link tree and in our Facebook group. And you click on that little link after you've created a little disc. It sounds complicated, but it's actually Discord is really easy. Yeah. Uh, the last time we did a Discord, we had no Carl's wives that were confused. You know what? That's We have that mm, thing. Couple. <laughs> we have that little sign that says this many days since a Carl's wife was confused. <laughs> Y'all, we've only made it up to five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's always one. I will say if you listen to what we say carefully, and sometimes it is our fault. A lot of times it is. Most of the time, unless you jump the gun and go, where is it? Where is it? And you come in with your head on, or your hair on fire, mm-hmm. um, you're going to miss things. So yeah. take take a breath. I, I promise we, it's there. We get excited too. We promise drag queens won't explode before you log on. We'll be there. <laughs> They'll be there. That's to the end of the show. Anyway. Um, I think that's it. Um, I think just the normal stuff. We're, um, uh, you guys, our episode with Cara Berry dropped of Seeking Brother Husband, the finale of that, or that will drop tomorrow. Yeah. So be sure to listen to that. That's going to be on the free feed, actually, because it's an interview. So we're excited to cover that finale. I'm excited to talk about it with her. The You'll, show's kind of a snooze. but Oh, yeah. You'll find out if Miss Tiger wears white at, uh, at the commitment ceremony. Does Vincent do Vincent and Dustin make an Eiffel Tower with Kim? <laughs> Maybe. Will Alyssa um, be attacked by a mob trying to slap her blue blockers off? <laughs> yeah. And I, I I can barely remember Charlotte Noble and. No, remember, it's not noble anymore. They just replaced <laughs> they him just on the last day. They just swapped him out. You remember when Valen, uh, when when Noble said, so you're swapping me out? I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know if you're really going to get swapped out. They literally they, swapped they, him they, out. They literally swapped him out. Literally, the Chiron changed it. They just swapped him out. Just it's like replaced a, It's it. like a soap opera casting change. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's, let's, oh, I know what I know For our toe episode that's going to air on Sunday. Y'all, I'm going to do a Broadway corner. Poodle's episode of Broadway corner. Very excited. Um, I'm, I'm actually not, for once looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about Tony nominations, surprises, um, shutouts, my picks, and congratulating my friend and student um, who got a nomination. Ooh, you're going to, why don't I'll prepare for this one? You can have your picks and then I'll have my picks. You won't, you've never seen any of the shows no, except but, for like three of them. But I'll do tarot cards and it'll tell me who's going to win. <laughs> Shut up. No, that's what I'm going to do. Not no, how we just started Tony I love it. That's how we're going to do it. 
That is such a stupid idea. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. Okay, we can move on. I just want to say one more thing. Shout out, I think, to Jeremy Pope and Little Nas X for winning the Met Gala Awards. They looked fantastic, and I love seeing just queer people in the Met Gala be fantastic. So those are your two. I don't think I saw a lot of Jeremy Pope. I did see Little Nas X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, I, I agree. Queer people did stand up. There were some really amazing things. The the men really showed up. Um, yeah, I agree. How could you say that Pedro Pascal did not win, though? Did you see I, that outfit? To me, there's no comparison to Jeremy Pope's. No comparison. I, I, love I don't Pedro think pa- I saw Jeremy Pope's. I think I think Pedro Pascal. It's it's he's too much. He's too much of a zaddy right now to not put that into whatever he's wearing. He could wear a Walmart bag, and I would jizz over it. Oh, so you think the the, the ensemble wasn't that I'm I'm it was projecting good. I'm projecting my, his zaddiness on the ensemble. How can you not? Because he's incredible. Yeah. How can you yeah. not? I'll look at Jeremy Pope. I don't think I saw him. Oh, loved um, it. Uh, I'll look at that. I, I it sounds like I was there. Yeah, I'm like I don't think I saw Jeremy Pope <laughs> when I was on the red carpet. I was but I was behind Diane von Furstenberg. I was I was uh, giving a uh, getting a quite fr- uh, frenzied yet uh, aggressive blowjob to a grip behind a camera. <laughs> I will say, um, I want to talk about this with Kara when we do our thing. Uh, the cockroach, y'all, bugs are wanting their fifteen seconds or fifteen minutes of fame. That cockroach at the Met Gala. Uh, what I didn't was- see this. How did okay? The cockroach was the news story. <laughs> really? Yes. Where was there a cockroach? It was crawling around. Really? Yeah, y'all. That bug was trying to get its fifteen minutes, just like Mothgate. Moth. That moth wanted its fifteen seconds. Well, that little motherfucker. Just Google Google Met Gala, and you will you will see cockroach news. Boy, isn't that kind of just a metaphor? <laughs> For all those people there. That they're all fucking cockroaches. Just, oh, God. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I liked Brian Tyree Henry, too. Um, I didn't see what he wore. It was very royal. I need to look the Jeremy Pope look. I, oh, uh, Brian Tyree, yes. Um, his was really good as well. Yeah. yeah I, I gotta say, I feel like the men kind of uh, really, they, they brought showed it more out. than the women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, although the Janelle Monae like oh. three costume changes, oh. I didn't. I didn't love the first one where she looked like the mayor from Was the Night Before Christmas. Um, but I, but as she started taking off everything, I loved it. I, I just, I, I love Janelle Monae just always. All right, me too. And the only thing I didn't love, I think she was this. This is this is probably going to get me in trouble. Oh, I think God. she was horribly miscast in Knives Out too. I think she oh, did not I didn't know. See that. I don't think she she was the wrong person to play that role. I didn't I think see it because people said it was so bad. You know, it's not that it was bad. It just wasn't good. <laughs> well, then, and a lot of people loved the film. I just think the first movie was so much better. I loved the first one. Yeah, she. I I feel like she did not have any agency, and the the reveal of the movie. I'm not going to give it away. The reveal of the movie kind of verged on that um i don't know i don't know i don't know sound like your mother when you say that your mom says that all the time (laughs) 
All right, 15 let's minutes in, on. let's actually talk let's about this. Let's go on you know what? tea bags. We're going to go to a break. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not um, yet. Okay, what's, what's your, your first fr- tea bag? I was going to ask Okay, you. my speaking of cockroaches. They're alive. They're alive. The snails are alive. This freaked me the fuck out and there is I I couldn't do this. There's no way I could have handled these, but I got to say as a chef, shouldn't a chef no matter what be like fuck it, I'll do it and just cut into this shit? You said snails, you mean eels. Eels, eels. I'm sorry. Yes, eels. <laughs> I was like, did I miss snails? Sorry. Um, I even I even typed eels. Sorry. Uh and, and at one point it did feel like she ordered it and didn't know what she was gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they do come alive. Um and Colin had to behead it, which made me ask me, which made me ask, what else can't he do? What can Colin not do? He can do everything. He can do everything. <clears throat> Everything. Would, would Everything. you? Could you have cut off the head of an eel, or would that have freaked you out? No, I could. I could do it. I could do it. So you could hold it with hand while it's slithering around in your hand. Yeah, you just bring your cleaver down. You don't even oh, oh, I can't. I can't. But I'm yeah. not a chef. It's true. I'm not dogging um, her chef skills, but she's. I like her. I know. I like her too. But why? I was shocked that she had never done that before. I thought like she had, she talks about having all this experience and working on lunch. You've never had as a chef and you you've never beheaded an eel. Well, yeah. No, I, I, I I think she'd never worked with them before. I think she'd never worked with eel, especially live ones. So, you know what? I realized who she reminds me of. It's been driving me crazy. It is Jennifer Coolidge's assistant on the white Lotus season two. What is her name? Um, you never saw season two because you haven't watched it. You're I will, like right on top of, of that. Right on that. People. Right on uh, that. What's her name? Haley. Haley. Haley Lou Richardson. That's what it is. She looks like her. I guess. Yeah. Kinda. Riveting. <laughs> Riveting. Oh come on! Google, Google, Google her, and you'll see. Well, I've got a Looking list to Carl's Google. Wife. Cockroach, Haley Lou. <laughs> I still think we should just do a show, which is me keeping you up for, of the things you need to know to be in this world every single I week. <laughs> I mean, well, and then the segue this eel thing is, y'all, I really want to go to Australia one day. But I, every time I hear these stories of people walking in the bathroom and there's a python around their bathroom. Grew up in the bush. I'm like, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Is there anywhere you can go in Australia that you won't get attacked by wild bugs or animals? Because I just don't know if I can do that. Sydney, the big cities. Oh, I think she grew up in the 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 boonies. It sounds like. Oh, uh, that would be terrible. What would you do if there was? I'd I'd, I'd never bathe again if there was a python in my bathtub around. Well, it. I would, oh, oh, I would, just thinking about it. I think I would have the point, the frame of mind to say, not every bathtub is going to have a python in it. <laughs> I mean, I started to judge her, but then when I thought about roosters, and no way, no way. So many things in this world to be afraid of. True. How do I go outside? <laughs> What's your next tea bag? Uh, just like a lot of other below deck franchises. History, and that's just a little bit of history repeating. Uh, Current we, references only. 
That was a recent song, actually. Uh, Shirley Bassey and the Propellerheads. Probably about 10, 15 years old, maybe. But not like full-on Shirley Bassey in the... I didn't know that was an original. I thought they took a loop from Shirley Bassey doing it. I didn't have. I think that was an original. Look at that. Yeah. Anyway, it was... That was a very gay song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I was going to say... Deja vu of Gary wants a stew to go with them on the boat while the boys just do water sports. Not the kind you're thinking of. That would be much better. Not the kind Poodle's thinking of. The boy, and as Daisy said later on, you're, you're just fucking around on the, on, on the, uh, on the water toys. And basically that's what was happening. And they had, they, they, because there's this outdated idea, this misogynistic idea that the, the, it's hard for the men to serve drinks. We really need a girl to do that. Okay, so that's what this all is about. It, oh, it, it, is, happened, yeah. it happened last season. It's happened before. Yeah, it, that's all. This It's very a misogynist view on this. Yeah. So they grab Lucy, and Lucy's there barely doing nothing. So the guys can do – the guys can just go around on the e-foils and have a good time. And Lucy's sitting there maybe serving a couple drinks. But the men could have easily done that. And yeah. and that's what Daisy's pissed about it. And she's probably rightfully pissed because Glenn's already been on their ass uh, about. And, and Daisy just wants both the women there still training them, you yeah. know. And boy, she's pissed off when she gets up. And I Especially think they- with such an easy charter like this that they're – Clearly, I mean, at one point, this is one of my teammates. These people later. are lovely. Absolutely literally, lovely. the guy gets up because he remembers he forgot to pick up his towels and he went to go pick them up. Yeah. And these people are lovely. Contrast this charter with the last one where the woman bled all over the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and kept uh, asking for towels. And he kept asking for towels. This is what if, what if next season this charter comes back and what if it's Kelly and Justin as friends going out on the boat? That's not going to happen because Kelly Clarkson doesn't do this kind of stuff. <laughs> She's in a different level of celebrity stardom. Sorry. What? They're they're basically the same. How many Instagram followers? Did, I bet, let's see. I bet they're very similar. Let's see. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Kelly Clarkson has... Um, well, Kelly Clarkson did get yelled out in that 40-year-old 40, 40 virgin movie. That helped her a lot. Um, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson has 1.5 million. Okay, that's a lot. Good for you, Kelly. And Jessica Quarini has... It's all a little off. It's fine. <laughs> oh, just... But 20,000? 37. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. We're almost to that level. We only have 19, so... Y'all follow us on Instagram. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. We're terrible at it. <laughs> we're, you know what? We're, we used to be, but Caitlin is, and Christina are amazing at it. So we, That's I'm really true. proud of our Instagram now. It's entertaining. It isn't entertaining. Entertainment. And, and, and entertaining and informative. Um, less, less, <laughs> less. Y'all bet. I'm calling this Drinkgate, and believe me, Drinkgate will come up again this season. Oh, yeah. Daisy doesn't let go of things. No. So one other thing, um, the other – that, but that – so think about that tent pole of – and Daisy's going to be pissed off about it, and she's going to have to confront Gary about it later. And he's like, it's fine. It's, I've, I've learned it's better to lick Daisy's ass 
then and I think he meant kiss her ass. But licking works too. Licking works too. <laughs> licking it's better works to lick too. the hisses ass. Like that, the yeah. South African he is ass. Ass. Anyway, what's your did okay, I did mine. So it's what's your next one? I'm well, I was just gonna add to that that it's not gonna go well with her that Gary basically went over her head and called in Captain Glenn to get that to get Lucy out there. Cause that's gonna no, no, come no. we saw next week that's gonna now Captain Glenn because look, Captain Glenn is probably gonna always side with Gary. Sadly, yes. Um, what's interesting, wh- why this works better on these, because these two have been together. Well, these three have been together for three seasons now and, uh, counting this one, they, they're friends and they can have civil discussions and they'll fight about it and they'll get shitty about it, but they don't hold resentment. They don't. Yeah. They don't. So that's what's, um, I, I seriously doubt I have a uh, Daisy has made some uh, comments about this season. She's like, I'm never going into yachting again. That's she's basically saying things like that. So who knows? But uh, they still they're still on each on Twitter. Other's you mean on Twitter and things? She's commented and said that. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. But that's Daisy. Anyway. Um, anyway, so you, that was following up. But my actual next teabag is. Raise your hand on this podcast is whenever you've talked about men, you've said, I love samples. I love to have samples. <laughs> I love a good sampling, y'all. y'all. That's why I love I love Metze. I love tapas. I need to try everything before yeah. I sell. Y'all, I think Mads is a poodle. <laughs> I, here's the thing. <laughs> these are single people. Why should these people who are calling out, and this segues into my teabag of these men just like crow magnons basically pointing and going, uh, her. Uh, well, because you know, I agree. Cause Mads, unlike like poodle too says, I don't want to be with chase. Cause he doesn't have game at all. Yeah. And Mads. And the thing about this is the thing people have gone over about the bro code between Gary and chase and Alex. Y'all, Gary has never given one fuck about bro code. That's going to never change. Never. I will. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying we know exactly who Gary is. Yeah. He has never acted that he cares about that. Uh, you, you, I told you knew I was a snake. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. I mean, he even said at the end of the day, they're just deckhands. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll ever I have a soft spot for Gary and I don't think I'll, I, I, I can never fully turn on him even as shitty as he gets. Maybe I'll be wrong. Um, I, I, I do I too. just go, that's Gary. Like I a do. sitcom thing. That's Gary. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's so, true. uh, but what I was talking about is how chase basically told Lucy that I'm really liking Mads. And I think chase believes that that means that, Regardless of what any other man wants in the ship, I've told, I've talked to Alex, and obviously I've said, and it means kind of like, well, she doesn't have really any choice in it because that is the that is the damsel that I have put my sights on, and that's going to happen. Yeah. And it's always like, fuck off! It's an it's open season. There are no rules. What if the women 
they, well, what if the women get to choose? Thank you. Well, they yeah. they didn't get to. They don't. They sadly they do not get to choose on this boat. It's what seems like Mads is basically saying, "I'll do what I want." Love um, her. I really yeah. like her. Yeah, I do too. Love so her. I when so with all of Chase's belly aching about kind of getting pouty at the end, where he's like, "I'm gonna go to bed. I feel like I should just cry myself to sleep." Go do it. Cry, you little baby. It's it's just it's like it's fucking like frail straight boy egos. I just uh, this is this is open. This is a boat. There's gonna be you're gonna you're gonna fucking hook up with everybody. You're on a boat. <laughs> you're dude. on a boat. You're on a boat, dude. Um, we're gonna talk about. Don't worry, y'all. We're gonna talk more about male fragility when we come back right after the break. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. 
And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy One of my favorite parts about 
below deck sailing yacht BDSM, BDSY. BDSY. Is the ever looming homoeroticism. <laughs> oh. And it doesn't matter. It almost, maybe it's Parsifal 3. Maybe that boat is like, hey, if you come on me, you're going to get some gay vibes. Oh. <laughs> come on me, you're going to come on each other. Parsifal, more, more like ass Ossifal. Oh, <laughs> the anchor done drops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm named after an opera, but girl, I'm a show queen. <laughs> wow. That was Wait, oh, oh, here come the sail, bitch. Hey. <laughs> That's what she says when here, she flies by other boats. Here's here's why I say this. First of all, even we, we already know that Gary and Colin cuddle. Gary and and but the the new male crew members. Chase is already kind of up on Colin, kind of like freaking him, mm -hmm. which is, that's the most Chase will ever do. However, then there's another scene. Oh, I know what you're going to talk about. Of Gary and Alex holding hands. Um, and what happened to your mind whenever that happened? And how many times did you go back and watch it? Um, I did replay it because I wanted to, I wanted to see if Alex was fine with it. And he kind of was. They looked like they were just skipping like girls, but then all of a sudden they're teaching other teaching each other the French kiss. Yeah, I, I missed <laughs> that last part. That's where I went. Um, it they was weren't in, skipping. It was like, right after the double dutch jumping rope. Jumping rope. I couldn't tell. Were they holding hands? I don't know the difference in grips, but you know how there's the hand in hand and then fingers interlaced. I think they were interlaced. I think they were interlaced as well, which means they've already fucked. <laughs> that's what that means. I don't know if that's what that means. No, that means you can't interlace someone's fingers unless their dick has been in your butt. Okay. Boy, I've really <laughs> fucked a lot of people then. <laughs> really fucked a lot. Well, that still stands. Yikes. Yeah, but there is always this home. I just... Something about Parsifal 3. I just really... I need a moment where like... I really, I really want more than anything. It's like Gary and Chase. I'm sorry, Gary and Colin to like be like, let's just go and talk about old times. And they just go in like the master's quarters. And it's just like Colin laying down and Gary kind of laying his head on Colin's stomach. And they just talking and Colin just kind of plays with his hair. <gasps> wow. I would love that. <laughs> I would lose my ever loving mind. I There's something about it that we're always kind of waiting for the next homoerotic gesture or uh and I, I think it comes from maybe it's maybe it all comes from Gary and Colin and the ease they have with one another. I think it's Miss Parsifal. I think I it's Miss Parsifal right. to the main stage. <laughs> to the main stage. Um don't tell I, me I look fat as a boat. <laughs> mm -mm. Uh what? <clears throat> What, my next teabag, I missed something. Why does it stink so bad in Gary's room? Because he farted. Oh. <laughs> he just left it. Oh. Because <laughs> he's a pig. <laughs> he's a pig. And he still gets all the girls. Like the same, as you say, same script, different cast. Same <laughs> script, different cast. <laughs> this is a replay of my life. 
I was a fool too many times. <laughs> I really need to listen to that song because you quote it so much. Oh, um, it's such a good. Who? Because um, yeah, it's literally it's so gay. It's Whitney Houston and Deborah Motherfucking Cox. <gasps> I need to have that on a it's mix just, somewhere. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't heard the Thunderpass mix of it because there is. Whatever there, it's of it. It's just like oh, 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 and like it's like same script, different. I've said this before. A Thunderpuss remix of a Whitney Houston song can make your man gay. It is that powerful. It sends gay men into orbit. It really does. I hear it's not right, but it's okay. That that I my head is popping off of my neck. Oh, and it's just like vodka soda just spewing out. And glitter. And glitter. And excess lube. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And at one point, I just like. <laughs> and even though I can't do it, I do a death drop in the middle of the dance floor. That's the power a Thunderpuss Whitney Houston it remix does. gives me. It, I don't Is death drop. I just crouch down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Those songs hold power. They do those, hold power. Those mixes a- hold power. That is a great way to put it. Some songs hold power. Oh my god! Um, is <laughs> where are we? <laughs> I need to get back to heaven. How do we? How do we? How do I get back to ground? I think this I need is... to have sex. I gotta have my brain rattled or something. That took oh, out too much. So I want to know. It, it, like, that was me. I think it's your tea bag time. Um, okay. So, oh wait, I already talked about the guests cleaning up their towel. Um, okay. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about, I would say if uh, we had drink gate, let's talk about, um, dick swinging gate of Gary and Chase y'all. All this is about is Chase is a hundred percent out of line and he's to shut his fucking mouth. That's where I, 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 That's, it's clear I to landed me. there too. Um, not complicated. And the other thing I can, I just keep thinking about is why do we, uh, why can't, why does, why does Alex not have a problem with, uh, Gary? Oh yeah. Think about what we saw next week. I think that's true because remember, because Alex next week starts fucking around with, uh, is it Lucy or Mads? I forgot who's who. Alex wants Mads. And so then, and because this girl, because again, it's going to be interesting to see. We're not saying Gary's right. Like Poodle said, it's like an 80s sitcom of like, that's Gary. But have you watched, they have to have watched the show before. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. That's where I'm kind of like, did you think this guy, I guess we just. He's a dirt bag. I know it. That's why it's going to be so good later on when we see Colin and Daisy hook up because Gary's going to get a taste of his own medicine. Well, and you notice that there's that moment when Gary and Daisy are smoking where he goes, I'm just a little bit jealous of you with Alex. And the weird thing, y'all, is Gary is so, has so little filter 
that he has something to say or an, or an emotion and he completely lets it go. I feel like that's where that's what you know. It's Daisy, a superpower in a way. It's, I know. think that's why he gets a lot of why he has a lot of pull because I think, like Daisy said, I don't know what to take Gary seriously or not because he acts the same with me that he does with every woman. Did you just say the word pull like pool? <laughs> uh, I said he has a lot of pull. Uh, say it again. No, I just want to pull. pull. He has a lot of pull. Oh, no. I thought I heard pool. <laughs> no. Maybe I overcorrected. He has Maybe. a lot of pool. <laughs> pool. I don't Gary? I was, I was actually to think, Gary Rolvac. I thought it might be P-O-O-L. And I was trying to figure out what you meant. But I, th- no. thought, I realized you were saying pull. Again, sometimes the I will say on words like that, I've noticed these rubber bands sometimes <laughs> make it hard for me to talk. <laughs> I know. That's what I can tell. Yeah, they do. Like any ooh, ooh, or, or um, awkward. It, it, those, yeah. that, I have to work more for those. But my, work, work. My, my plight, boy, what I have to go through just to be understood. It's so somewhat. hard for you. What I was saying, though, is I think that's why Gary gets game. Because yeah, I agree with you. When, he's the same with women. And he, like you just said it, he's so bluntly honest with them. Women know immediately this guy's a player. He's not going to be here for the long haul. He just wants to have fun and bang. And that's it. And so do they. And so do they. And I think it speaks to so many guys try to be a mystery or so confusing to women. And so many women that are emotional, especially that are usually more emotionally intelligent than a lot of men are just like all of them. All of them, yeah, are, are more like emotional just, intelligent. Most y'all people. straight males who are listening, you want to have game with women? Just be fucking clear on what you want, and yeah. don't play bullshit Stop games. Or, games, or don't think if I tell her this, then she's going to be upset and be a weird quote girl. Fuck that shit. Just tell them what they want. Don't be, don't be aloof. Don't be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, I get, yeah. I, I, I agree. What's your next tea bag? Um. I think, you know, I, I think I called it earlier that I thought Alicia might flame out. Um, I think she's aware of, now I think she might be aware of her limitations. And she's really, she's like, that's why she said, Good, I'm going to think that dinner starts an hour, an hour earlier so I can make sure I'm prepared. And she's kind of beating herself up. Um, she said, I have, we in like a little kind of confessional moment, she's like, I have survivor's guilt. My mother lost two children, and so I think I have to do the best, achieve the most, and and you feel for her there, um, and and you know it's hard being Jennifer Coolidge's assistant, <laughs> <laughs> and wearing those dumpy clothes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I realized it, and I was like, I can't, I, I, I. I Thought you were making a point just for a joke. Well, but you no, know, the, I, was, I wanted to say the joke was on it, but the joke was yeah, just the, the yeah. cherry. But you bring up a good, good point. We're three episodes in, and we kind of start to see the dynamics of the crew. If anyone leaves the ship, who do we think? It, what are our predictions? Who do we think it's going to be? Chase. I think Chase too, but why? Um, it won't be all Gary. I think he might say, "I'm not happy here." Um. 
or he might, I think it's hard for him to gel sometimes. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is super laid back mm -hmm. in this crew. Um, and Chase is the one who is uh, kind of bristling with some things. I agree. I, I think everyone, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm I, I, it's early still for me. And maybe he'll, maybe he'll kind of, um, there, there's not a lot of places on, especially with, um, below deck sailing yacht. There's not a lot of places for people who are really kind of bucking the system. You don't buck Gary. You don't buck Daisy. No. I, and I do think though, at any season I've seen, this has the most promise for all the cast to stay. I, I agree. Both the stews seem very normal. Are, are there Susan, Susans? Are there seasons when that happens? Because I, the only seasons we have watched it below deck, someone always leaves. Uh, the well, the season you didn't see, season two, is when two stews were fighting over Gary, <laughs> and then I believe one of them did leave. Um, I went back. The the show. I mean, I'm talking about below deck. Period. Med. Below deck. There's always sailing someone yachts. Everyone. Every season we watch together, someone always leaves. Um, there have been there some of the earlier seasons they all didn't leave or mm. one didn't leave. Um, most of the time it's uh someone who's not good at their job. Um, mm. usually that third stew slot or or the third deck slot. Um, or someone who was just cast, but and and there you you realize three episodes in and they're completely incompetent. Mm -hmm. Um, or they can't get along with people. And sometimes when they are. When they're they're kind of good at their job, like Riley, um, but the 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 but they had they had some failings, but the fireworks between them and every South African crew member, because she would just fling it right back at their face, um, and she they they kept her for that reason. Mm. Um, so, but I usually they they wind there. There's there've been a couple seasons where someone where they all kind of stay. I think mm. I can't remember every season, uh, the, especially the earlier below deck seasons. Yeah. But you're right. Wow. The one, most of the ones that we've seen, I think is because casting gets, let's say how, let's say creative. Um, enter example, enter exit Magda <laughs> or Raygun. Oh, Raygun. Um, <laughs> oh, Raygun. Raygun from, from, uh, from no. med. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, just smoking. <laughs> just smoking. Do I? I don't think I have. I don't have anything else except just to talk about. Except. Okay. What was Gary talking about? They go out and they go eat and they're going, they're sitting in this hot tub and Gary and Mads are really drunk in the hot tub and Chase is in the hot tub too. Is Gary feeling of Chase's leg and his leg is hairy? Alex was. Or Alex, Alex was. I'm sorry, Alex was it. That was another homoerotic point that I wanted to bring up. What, Alex explain said, to me what happened because I my mind uh, eyes kind of glazed over, and when I woke up, I had fallen back in my chair. I can't really remember it. Alex says it was Chase's leg when he was touching that leg. It was Chase's leg, and it was so hairy. And I know it was something. And Alex passes out, literally passes out in the hot tub. 
That one's staying around. Every time you can do a good joke to punctuate it, (laughs) you always destroy it with the next one. It keeps going. I forget. (laughs) Can we get that button unstuck? I don't think so. It's just once. Can we have a clean (laughs) comedy routine where we just hit it and then move on? Just once. Just once. Can we find a way to make it right? Oh, by the way, thank you for everyone sending me that PM Dawn song. It, I have gotten so, I bet you I've gotten like 50 DMs. Uh, that song is in my turn, which is the song called I Would Die Without You. Die Without You, without PM you. Dawn. I, I don't that even remember. Like you knew it. Oh, I know. Well, I 100%. I love the Boomerang soundtrack. That was one of my favorite soundtracks as a Well, kid. why when I went, is it is it my turn? You just glossed and moved on. You know, when people were doing this, I was like, I don't even remember Poodle, Poodle talking about that song. So I don't think I was listening. <laughs> I was like, whoa, were we talking about PM Dawn? I love PM Dawn. You could have solved the problem. Oh, it's a good song. Die without you. Oh, listen. Well, boy, I guess I should have just asked you what it was. I, look, I remember Boomerang, that was a pivotal movie in my, um, okay, in my None of this matters because you just ignored it. (laughs) I did ignore it. And moved on. Because that was, um, I even said, what's that song? And you looked at me and go, I don't know. It was like, um, oh, I think Shanice had a song on that album. I love that album. I'm going to have to go listen to that. What is on that? I'm, you're taking me back now. Riveting. Uh, I did know anyway. Set Adrift on Memory Bliss and a couple other PM Dawn songs. Yes, Grace Jones, Seven Day Week. Oh, what else did that soundtrack now? Sorry. Where are we? I don't think I have anything else to say except for Gary tells this is so interesting he knows exactly what to say to get her to make out with him exactly he says my deckies are fighting over you and then she goes i'm not going to be conquered by it men's don't control me uh like juliana and he kind of leans in she's like well fuck it i'll show these boys That's that's a that's a kind of move that I would make. I loved yeah. it. I bet she'll end up making out with Alex still too. Oh yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. She's not into Chase though. I think no. the, one of the re- I think Chase may get a bad taste in his mouth. Um, now, before we go, I think he'll get a bad taste in his mouth too. We, I realize we almost forgot there was penis talk on this episode <gasps> too. I wanted to bring this up too. Okay, the first. Type of penis talk is, uh, I think it was Alex said that his curves to the left, mm-hmm. um, and and then at one point Daisy Daisy says Alex is small. Alex is small, but it, she said the curve the curve is good, and then Chase says he doesn't say big or small. He just says it's straight like a torpedo. Straight like a torpedo. He's got a pink white boy dick. So. I think this leads to the discussion. Poodle, it's time to use the gift. We haven't discussed For these two? For all of them. We've talked about calling, but let's just go. Let's do, shall we, as my English teacher said, a compare and contrast. Um, uh, I think they're right about Alex. I think the curve is helpful. (laughs) 
Okay. Gets around and it can rearrange the furniture, if you will. Okay, yeah. Um, I think he kind of knows what he's doing if he's sober, um, which I don't know how often that would be. I don't think Alex, I, you say kind of, I feel like, I agree with you all on the dick stuff. I kind of feel like even less than Chase, I feel like Alex is probably the worst in bed. I could see that. I think Chase finishes really quickly, which is almost worse. I don't, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I feel like, I feel like Chase, not that I love Chase. He's not confident. But I also feel like that he has more to prove. Uh, but you, like you, Alex you, is going to swing his hair around. That doesn't matter. Gonna... When they when they have a lot to prove, they're even worse. They they finish even faster. I mean, who knows? You said that about Deontay, and from our Lindsay interview, y'all, you got to listen this Friday because Lindsay <laughs> dropped some tea about Deontay. We're not going to tell you what, but let's just say it was piping hot. It was. It was okay. Probing, so, if you will, probing, I mean, probing. We've already discussed y'all. Colin's the best fucking lay on the whole goddamn he is. ship. Full stop. He is. And and I think, well. Gary has gone on record to say he has a small penis. He has. So who, the largest tick is is beholden to whom, Poodle? Um, Captain Glenn. Just swinging it. I agree. I think it's Captain Glenn that has the biggest dick on this boat. You know what? It might not be the the biggest dick, but uh, he knows what to do with it. He knows what to do with it. Yeah. 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 I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I, I, this, none of these men strike me as being like ridiculously hung. That's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do believe Colin's the best lay on the on the ship. Hundred percent, you. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, that's the show. The, di- the Dick Library is closed. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the prettiest penis belongs to Chase, though. It's the prettiest penis on the boat. I I think it is. Yeah, prettiest penis. Got a perfect little vein that just goes mm-hmm. right where you want little it to head. go. Just a little mm-hmm. soldier. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> that he he minds his orders. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's the show. You can go to realitygaze.com and um, if we, boy, we went on a journey on this episode. So we appreciate. If we've y'all. offended you, fuck you. <laughs> and leave Take a, a listen. And leave a podcast review <laughs> while you're at it. You can do that via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you. Whenever you listen to podcasts, we've offended you. We've taken you to a place in your experience that at least elevated you or made you think differently. All right. There you go. Now you just sound pretentious. You're welcome. We got to go, everybody. Leave us a review. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, We enjoyed it. We enjoyed being here, and then we'll see you next week. But until then, it's what poods? Anchors again. Like, first of all,
much and when you love him he becomes unattractive to you deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.